Art of Relationship Show is copywritten. No one is to use any portion of the show without express written consent from myself, Greg Dzinski, or the Art of Relationships. Thank you. Welcome to the Art of Relationship Show. Greg welcomes live calls from listeners in helping with numerous marital and relationship problems. There will be no more tit-for-tat arguments. Greg gets to the root of couples' challenges in a rapid, matter-of-fact format, plus applies compassion and humor. Join in discovering how to improve your relationship and your own life. Listen, laugh, and climax. Greg is a licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan. To others, he's simply known as Detroit's love guru. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to Hump Day. It is Wednesday, 12 o'clock noon here in Metro Detroit, Michigan. I am your host, as always, Greg Dzinski. I'm a fully licensed uh, professional counselor, have been for going on almost two decades now in a relationship and sex specialist. I also do trauma and grief as well. Uh, so welcome to the Art of Relationship show, and I'm live to you Monday through Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time. Uh, you check out my website as always, theartofrelationships.org, and what a better day, hump day, let's face it. I usually save it till Freaky Fridays, but I'm going to talk about, let's face it, everybody's favorite subject, or maybe most people's favorite subject, is sex. And... I want to know, do you have the guts to look in the mirror and look at, you know what, do my sexual skills match my personality, right? And I'm going to get into more detail about this. And also, are you willing to ask your partner, you know what, do my sexual skills match my personality, the character of the person I am? Or, you know what? Do they sort of, you know what, are they totally different? That might not be a bad thing after you hear what I'm going to have to say, okay? So you can join the chat below, as always. And also give me a call with your questions, your insights at 313-736-5157. And I'd love to hear your take on this. But let's face it, this is a subject that most people are not going to post on or comment on because we might be a little shy, okay? We might be, oh my God, I'm not throwing myself out there on this subject. Or, you know what, I'm not gonna throw my partner under the bus and, you know what, mention, oh, my partner's personality matches, you know, his or her sexual skills to a T. And not only that, are you open, if your partner asks you this, you know what, do you think my personality matches my sexual skills? You know what? If it's a great thing, it might be, oh, yeah, baby, yeah, absolutely. You're this, you're that. However, if it is a negative aspect, are you willing to be open and honest with your partner and say, you know what, yeah, you're, you know what, your sexual skills definitely match your personality, and these are what they are. This is how I feel your sexual skills are. Would you be open and honest and be able to share, you know what, what you think, what your insights are to your partner? Or would you be afraid, like most people, you're afraid to piss them off, create an argument, or, you know what, you're afraid to hurt her feelings? I'd love to hear where you're at with this and what would it take for you to be open and honest with your partner, but, ooh, not only that, would you be open and honest with yourself and look at, 
you know what? My personality, dang, it is how it is sexually. You know what? And before I get into, you know what, the areas or personality types or character types, um, I want to know, would you be willing to hear the truth, what your partner thought, or would you be willing to, you know what, or are you going to back up? I shouldn't say willing. Or would your defenses go up and say, you know what, see, fine, you think I'm like this, I ain't ever going to give you any again. I'm going to go find it somewhere else. Or would finding out this information would it destroy your marriage or your relationship instead of having the confidence to look at, dang, I'm this way in bed? I want to be told. I, You know what? I want to be better. And I'm all about that, people. Give yourself, you know what, an a warm applause to be, you know what, I want to be the best lover my partner had. And you know what? Not only does your maybe sexual skills tell a lot about one person's character or personality. It's ironic. How do you evolve it and are you willing to evolve it and grow and become better in, you know what, how you want to be seen or viewed? Not only that, but of course, to satisfy and please your partner and to curl their toes both physically and emotionally, okay? And it's not always easy. You know, sex, talking about sex tends to be a topic that, you know what, Bears all, no pun intended, right? You're naked and oh my God, it, the essence of who you are. And everybody wants to uh, view themselves as, you know what, a sexual rock star. Yeah, I'm all this, I'm all that. But what happens if you really found out that you're a dud? What happens if, you know what, your sex is whacked? And I'm not talking in a good way being whacked, okay? Or off the hook, you get me? So throw your comments out there. Um, throw them right below, join the discussion, and you give me a call, 313-736-5157. And this is, I want to get into some, you know, personality types, characteristics that um, might sort of make you raise your eyebrows or make you go, hmm, you know what, that's my wife, that's my girlfriend, that's my husband, boyfriend. You get where I'm going with this. Boy, I would love them to change, but I'm afraid to hurt their feelings or afraid to, you know what, get them upset or piss them off because, oh, my God, they might leave me. My question is, if the sex is, you know what, mediocre, why would you would you settle for that? Would you want that? Would you want someone that wants to enhance that position? No, nope, you know, I'm not making fun of positions, but... Or would you want someone that wants to be, you know, what your sexual equivalent and what you want, okay? Now, I'm going to start throwing out these personality characteristics, and I'd love to hear what you have to say. You know what? How many people um, are with somebody, and you know in bed that they're very selfish? They don't care about your pleasure at all. It's all about them. And unfortunately, I'm going to bash a lot of men out there because this tends to hold true not for all, but for, you know what, a lot of men out there. There are a lot of men that are very, you know, pleasure-oriented. They want to please their partner. They, you know what, they're devastated if they find out that their partner isn't pleased, and they want that. They want their partner to love sex, to enjoy sex, and to be, of course, pleased. And there are more, you know, avenues you know there's the physical pleasure and then there's the psychological emotional pleasures as well so these can cover all these areas 
and maybe I'll get onto that or maybe integrate it into this show as well. Uh, but you look at what happens if you have a selfish lover. Yes, there are women out there. I'm not going to say that that are you know very selfish and it's all about you pleasing them and they could care less if you're satisfied, right? It's like they're very controlling and you're going to please me, almost like you are uh, the human sex toy, right? And there's guys out there probably watching the show or gonna watch it. Yeah, Greg, have her. I don't care. Have her, you know, use me as a human sex toy. I love it. But it gets very selfish and it gets old when your lover is very selfish. So you look at if your partner is selfish sexually, you know what? And you look at does that match their personality outside the bedroom? You get what I'm saying? This is what this is about. Does your, you know what? Do your sexual skills match your personality? And it's ironic when you have someone that is tends to be selfish, um, maybe narcissistic in nature. It's all about him or her. Chances are their sexual skills are going to be, you know what, very selfish in general too. See, it, it's very common that one person's personality or character is matching their sexual skill set or lack thereof. And it's funny because, let's face it, women, men, we all do it, right? Or have done it in the past. Everyone says it's just a man thing. Hell no, women do it as well. How do I know? Because they admit to me they do it. And they tell me a lot of women are lying, but that you picture someone, right? Uh, whatever, someone you find that's hot, attractive. Oh my God, I wonder how they are in bed. And women, you know, they'll get catty and they'll tell, oh, my God, I bet you he's selfish. Oh, my God, I bet you he has no clue. You get where I'm going with this? Or, oh, my God, I bet you she's a freak. Or, oh, my God, she's probably uptight. And it's ironic how many personalities, um, types, if you will, coincide with their sexual skills or their maybe their sexual aptitude or even attitude in their thoughts about sex. So you look at... I already mentioned selfish, right? Um, in what ways is your partner selfish? Is you feel, you know what, your partner will say is a guy and he thinks he rocks your world and he's just moving all over the place. I rock your world and it's all about his pleasure and not about you. And if you're with a, sec a selfish lover, that's not fun. I don't have to tell you that. You probably, you've either lived it or, you know what, Maybe you have in the past or you're living it now, and it doesn't turn you on at all. And it's sad because I don't want someone to be with somebody that's, you know what, the sex is all about them, and it's not about you as well. I'm in the mutual pleasure. I'm in the both of you being satisfied, okay? Uh, there are going to be times, absolutely, it might be all about you. And then next time, all about your partner or all about both of you. You get me. That's okay. But when, on average, you know what, if it's always about your partner and then you look at they're selfish outside the bedroom as well, and you're like, hmm, now I get it, right? And it's maybe not funny, but it's a real thing that how a person's character, personality type matches their sexual skill sets let's i'll just say it out there and if people want to argue with me please please let me know okay and you look at the aspect how many people you know are selfish what another one how many people are maybe inept maybe inept and clumsy go hand in hand i got clumsy written down too they're clumsy 
uh, and apt, meaning they lack skill sets. They just, they don't know. And we have people that maybe are, let's face it, they're messy. They, the way they dress, the way they live is very sloppy. And you're wondering, right, is their sex sloppy, that they're all over the place without hitting the right spots in you, if you even make it that far, right? That they're sort of sloppy and clumsy and they're like that sexually and you're like, oh my God, this ain't working for me. And you make excuses for not having sex, right? Because you don't want to instead of just saying, you know what? You don't turn me on. You know what? What you do sexually isn't working for me. How many people would tell their partner that? Or even, you know what? If you're with a selfish lover or clumsy and apt, you know, and they're that way personality type, what would make you go further or expand or evolve the relationship? Do you think that the sex is going to get better? Do you feel that that selfish lover is going to become selfless lover and you keep hoping and hoping and it never happens because let's face it maybe number one you never said anything because you're afraid to hurt their feelings afraid to you know kill or crush their ego but that's not helping you at all you want to be able to say hey you know what maybe you need to slow down maybe i want you to pick it up a little bit you know what you don't have to be so easy <laughs> whatever it is okay what other you know what sexual skill sets do you see maybe you have people nice people right nice guy nice lady maybe they have great intentions right they're you know good people good-hearted people loving people compassionate and all this stuff they have great intentions but they're clueless sexually you get me maybe these are the ones that are naive you know what all i have to do is be a nice person and everything's going to be great and hunky-dory <laughs> let me say that but sexually they're clueless they have no idea where certain areas are on your body okay they have no idea where you find the most pleasure where your senses just come alive and what would happen you know what would you be afraid and you sort of just you know meander through it cuz you know what they're a great person right great husband great wife boyfriend girlfriend and you know what man maybe I should you know what sacrifice good sex maybe you need to clue them in okay tell them you know what guide them teach them be aware after all they're a good person but unfortunately these people out there you know they have great intentions they might be you know just the best friend and always compassionate never saying anything bad about anybody else terrific right I'm all for that however sexually they're clueless right they just they don't have an idea how to please what pleases you and you know what they might think everything's great however you know what you're left there feeling unsatisfied feeling disappointed and you're wondering what the hell to do right you need to be able to talk about it and open with it and if you're with somebody that is unwilling to talk about you know sex and I'm gonna do another topic on sex probably Friday about you know what fears are talking about sex what they mean about that person about you maybe 
and to be able to go after it and look at, you know what, because sex, let's face it, being able to talk about it, I'm going to give a hint about when I talk about it, being able to talk about sex or not being able to really talks about closeness and talks about your fear of intimacy within yourself and maybe within close romantic relationships, okay? So we have great intent but clueless. What about an uptight lover? Maybe they're always, ooh, don't do that. That's, that, you know what, that's gross. Or, you know what, I, I only have missionary sex because, you know what, I'm a goody-goody person. That becomes boring, right? It becomes routine. It becomes uh, monotonous. And it's not fun. Let's just say it. When someone is uptight and always, oh, I don't do that. That's gross. And they have this long list of what they don't do. And, you know what? let's face it, what they won't ever try because they're very rigid. They're uptight about sex. Maybe, you know what, they don't want to be pleasured at all because it makes them feel guilty or makes them feel shame. Um, they have this, you know, very rigid, very uptight attitude about sex. You know, sex is dirty. It's only to make babies. Um, you know what, Oh, maybe I'll do it, but I really don't want to. That type of aspect, right? Where they're very uptight. Oh, I don't want to, you know, wrinkle my dress. Oh, I have a dress shirt and I don't want to wrinkle that, the guy says, right? Oh, don't don't wrinkle my pants. That type of thing when you take them off. Make sure they're folded. You get where I'm going with this. So uptight people, um, they tend to be very rigid. So the two personalities go hand in hand. So when you have someone that's very uptight, um, maybe in their everyday life, we have some people that might be, you know, a lot of fun and loose in their, you know, personal life. They might be uptight at work, you know, always maybe perfectionistic and everything's got to be just so. Now, these type of people, unfortunately, usually are rigid sexually. These are averages I'm talking about. There are always exceptions to rules, right? But I'm talking about on average that when someone is very uptight and rigid, it usually comes out in their sexual skills. How about, for an example, if you have somebody that's uptight, maybe rigid, when you go to kiss that person, they're very, um, maybe like a statue, very firm, very hard, instead of being soft and sensual. If Maybe people don't have a clue what I'm talking about, okay? But they tend to be very, you know, very rigid, very almost too firm. There's way about being, you know, passionate and loving and being intentional when you kiss somebody passionately. There's that then different than like you're kissing a, a statue, a cement wall that's very tight and very, you know, you feel the muscles of the mouth and everything very rigid and very tight instead of being relaxed and loose and very flexible. You get what I'm saying? So these people that are uptight, it tends to come out in how they touch you, how they kiss you. And it's not fun. It's not, it becomes like there's no chemistry then. The chemistry sort of dies because there's no, you know, flowing and feeling off of each other. It's very rigid. So, you know, do you have people in your life, maybe you're with somebody, maybe you are that way, and are you willing to learn to relax a little bit and go with the flow a little bit, right, and to be able to unwind and enjoy yourself and view sex in a different manner than what you are now? And you 
view it, these people, I'm going to say, you know, these personality types, whatever, you know, the self, selfish one, the one that's, um, you know, very uptight, they want you to be okay with it, right? They don't want to change. They don't want to evolve, but they want you to be, you know what, at least you're getting sex. Hmm, really? Well, I'd rather not because I'm not turned on. This doesn't do it for me. And you know what, you might tell them and explain, but again, this is their personality and they have a hard time getting away from that, coming outside their comfort zone and to be better lovers, let's face it. Maybe also being more relaxed and being you know, more in control sexually. And I'm not talking when I say in control, I'm not talking being a control freak and selfish and it's all about you. But knowing what you want, knowing what your partner wants, and being in control to find out what your partner wants, that's great. That's terrific. These people might not do that, and they want that in their whole life um, where, you know what, it's all about them. Or, you know what, I'm not going to go outside my views. What's another personality type? I'd love to have people chime in on this. You know, what your other personality types do you find? What about irresponsible? If you have somebody that is irresponsible, maybe always forgetting something, um, you know, we all, we're human, right? We forget things. But someone that's irresponsible might not be, you know, always getting fired from a job because they're always late. They're, you know, not showing up. They're whatever it is. It could be financially irresponsible. Maybe we all are in certain areas of our life where we're irresponsible. What type of, you know, sexual skills do you feel someone that is irresponsible about? Would they be, you know, not focused on you? Would they be, you know, their attention might be all over the place, but not where it needs to be. Maybe someone irresponsible, they can't have that eye-to-eye -eye contact that a lot of people crave, but some people are afraid to go after, okay? Some people might be, you know, what other avenues would an irresponsible person be? What type of lover would they be? Um, fondling all over the place. Maybe an irresponsible lover might be selfish, right? Might be only thinking about them. Maybe it'd be a combination of that being clumsy, okay? What about the shy person. They want you to, you know what, lead the way all the time. They don't want to tell you anything because they're too shy. That they're, you know what, they lack confidence, okay? And this sort of goes hand in hand. Someone that's shy, you know what, they can own their sexuality. I'm not saying that. Like I said, there's always a, exceptions to these rules. But someone that's very shy, maybe they're afraid to open up. They're afraid to tell you what you want, what they want, or they're afraid to ask what you want because, you know, the shy might go hand in hand with, you know what, the lacking confidence. They're afraid to disappoint, but they're not going to do anything to find out or improve because they're too shy about it. They're too shy and lacking confidence, afraid they're going to be judged or um, afraid to do something wrong. So they don't do anything. They don't evolve because they they're shy, they don't feel good about themselves. And maybe some people have been with shy lovers in the past, maybe you're with someone that's shy that way. So you look at these, I want people to be able to be honest and be able to be real. And you know, I talk about sex once in a while, you know, during the show, or shows I should say, 
but to be able to evolve and become, you know what, how is it possible that a person's character or personality, they're not aware of what's going on. They're not aware of how you view them, how they see them. I'm not saying it's right, wrong, whatever, but when somebody's personality is cemented, and it will never change, okay? My question is, are you gonna be okay with that or are you gonna tolerate it? And we all know nothing's perfect, but when it comes to you know, your sexual identity and your sexual pleasures, you know what, it's ironic. When you have problems sexually, it's going to affect your life. It's going to affect your relationship, your marriage. It's just the way it is, people, and people can disagree with me. They can argue with me. That's fine. I can handle it, okay? Um, but I'm going to tell you on average, you know what? If you have problems in the bedroom, it's going to affect your relationship or marriage. Intimacy, emotional intimacy is going to go down the toilet. You're going to feel distant. You're going to feel a wedge come between you two. You are going to, you know, feel not connected emotionally because of the sexual aspect. You don't get me, you become frustrated, annoyed, and then everything else goes down the toilet with it. And I agree, if you're not emotionally connected, that's gonna affect your sex life too, but the two can go hand in hand. And you can have a, you know, a nice, connected, great sex life, and it can make things a lot easier. It can make you, or allow you, I shouldn't say make you, it can allow you to be able to have you know, more you know, fun, more connected sex, more eye-to-eye -eye contact because you're not so self-aware, I should say. You're not so, all right, not self-aware. That's a good thing. Sorry. Self-conscious. You're not always on edge. You're not always uptight, but you feel more confident in yourself and you feel more connected that each one of you wants to be better sexually and to, you know what, to please each other and to become more, you know, flexible sexually and I'm not just talking you know physical flexibility right when we're like freaking 20 years old right <laughs> I'm talking about the flexibility about being able to talk about what works what doesn't work and you're able to talk about it instead of refrain from that you get me so um, again check out my website theartofrelationships.org and catch me live Monday through Friday noon 12 noon eastern time people peace and love to everybody out there and make sure you are able to talk about each other's you know personalities or character and how they maybe coincide with your sexual skill sets or your sexual satisfaction in the bedroom and also you know what what are ways you can be able to evolve and grow with that hopefully a lot of people will be able to some people, that's just who they are, and they will never change, okay? But that's not for me to decide. That's for you to decide, okay? Peace and love again, everybody. Everybody take care.